أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم. I seek refuge in Allah from the shaitan the rejected. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. Peace be unto you, all of you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. I will go directly onto the subject as to what Al-Quran says about the vision or the dream of Ibrahim Alaihissalam mentioned in the Quran. Ibrahim Alaihissalam's attributes given to him in the Quran is given on the first page of that booklet. His name is mentioned in the Quran 67 times. Ibrahim al-Islam's name is mentioned in the Quran 67 times. In Surah Hud, that is chapter 11 and Ayah 75. He is referred as a tolerant, patient and deputy. Halimun awahum munib. And in Surah Al-Imran, Three, ayah sixty-seven. He was a true Muslim, Hanifam Muslima. And in Surah Al-Baqarah, two, ayah one thirty. He was from the righteous, Minas Salihin. And in Surah Nahl, sixteen, ayah one two zero. Ummatan qanitan lillah. He was a devout nation for Allah. In Surah Al-Baqarah 2, Ayah 124, he was an Imam, leader for mankind. Linnasi Imama. Al-Mumtahinna 60, Ayah 4, Uswatun Hasana. Uswatun Hasana. He is the most beautiful Pattern to follow. Al Hajj 22, Ayah 78. The Millat religion of your father Ibrahim, that is peace be upon him. Millata Abikum Ibrahim. Al Imran, three chapter, Ayah 87. Ayatum bayinatum maqam Ibrahim. His status in the house of Allah is the ayat and bayanat. Clear signs is the standing position of Ibrahim, peace be upon him. His standing in the house of Allah. And in Surah Al-Baqarah 2, ayah 125, وَاتَّقِذُوا مِن مَقَامِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ مُصَلَّى That all of us here and the Muslim world of all times has to take The standing position, the ayatam bayinat from the standing position of Ibrahim, peace be upon him. These are the few attributes and the standing in the house of Allah. As the title is, Ibrahim alayhisalam's vision or the dream. You see, any person in this world. sees dreams in the sleep and for that dream 
you require interpretations to understand what does the dream means. In the dream you see many things, but you, what you see does not mean that is real in life. A dream what you see in the, in when you are sleeping sometime, but that doesn't mean it is real. So Ibrahim also saw a dream and that was his vision. I will explain in the Quranic ayat, but I am explaining it to you before I refer to the ayat. What are you going to listen? So this dream, what he saw, how did Allah interpreted that dream and how did he fulfill the dream and what was the understanding of the dream? That is to be, uh, that is to be discussed in this hall. At that same time, the father and son relationship, the father and the son relationship. Ibrahim is mentioned in the Quran as the father of religion. His son and all the Muslim world are the sons of Ibrahim in this spiritual aspect. So Ibrahim has got a relationship as a father to us. How we have to have that relationship. So that same vision applies to us as, as well, which the vision has to be applied for Ismail or his son, his real son in the Quran. So what lesson we have to take from that vision also? The father in the normal understanding, whatever he learns in his life, tries to impose that to his son, whether right or wrong. In general practice, he would like to impose the son his own ideas of philosophy, what he has understood in life. But the son can oppose it or, ha or can agree to it. So most of, the, most of the time, people are killing the sons according to their own vain desires, what they think is best. So we'll see how Ibrahim salam, as the messenger of Allah dictates the dream to the son and how the son takes the dream. That is we are going to discuss. So we go to Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 124. ذُرِّيَتِي <laughs> And when his Lord put Ibrahim, that is Abraham, in the biblical text to trial with words, then he completed them. He said, surely I have made you the imam, the leader of all mankind. He said, and from my children, he said, my covenant shall not reach the wrongdoers. Ibrahim salam, according to Quran, was tried by Allah at various places. He, when he completed them, Allah made him the imam or the leader for mankind. That is the status which Allah gave him after he completed the, his commands or his uh, test. He was put to trial, he completed that trial, Allah made him the Imam, the leader. So when he got that status from Allah, 
he immediately asked Allah to have the same status for his children. So Allah answered that my covenant will not reach the wrongdoers. In other words, that the imam will be imamat will be or the leadership will be given to his sons who are righteous in the sight of Allah. Who are righteous in the sight of Allah, the leadership will carry on. Now in Surah Safat, Ayah 100, Chapter 37, Rabbi habli minas salihin fabashannahu bighulamin halim. O my Lord, bestow upon me from the righteous ones. So we gave him the good news of a tolerant son. So Allah gave him the good news of a tolerant son. He was given the status, Ibrahim al-Islam. He's asking the status for his children. So Allah gave him a good news of a tolerant son or patient son. So up till now you can understand that he's asking the leadership for his children. Now, according to the Bible, I will be giving you few biblical verses to have a comparative view for our understanding. According to the Bible, and of course it's the Jews and Christians faith, in Genesis 16 and verse 12, he Ismail or Ismael, that is the biblical pronunciation in English, will be a wild man, will be a wild man. And his hand will be against every man and every man's hands against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. So that is the attribute given in the Bible that Ishmael is a wild man, like an animal. But in the Quran, he's referred as a tolerant man, a tolerant or a patient, Ulamin Halim. So you can always be comparing what the status is given. So now the vision comes. The vision. In Surah Safat 37, فَلَمَّا بَلَغَ مَعُ الصَّايَا قَالَ يَا بُنَيَّ إِنِّي أَرَى فِي الْمَنَامِ أَنِّي أَذْبَحُكَ فَانْظُرْ مَاذَا تَرَى قَالَ يَا أَبَتِ فْعَلْ مَا تُؤْمَرُ سَتَجِدُونِي إِنْ شَاءَ اللَّهُ مِنَ الصَّابِرِينَ so when he, Ismail, reached to endure with Ibrahim al-Islam with him, Ibrahim al-Islam said, Oh my son, oh my son, I, I, surely I saw you in the sleep that I, I am sacrificing you. I am sacrificing you. So view it what you see. So view it what you see. He said, Ismail al-Islam answered, he said, O oh my father, do as you are ordered. If Allah wills, you will find me from those who have patience. This is the promise which Ismail al-Islam is fulfilling. The promise which Ismail al-Islam is fulfilling to what Ibrahim al-Islam saw in the sleep, that he is sacrificing his son in the sleep. In the dream. So I told you in the beginning, what you see in the dream does not mean real. You have to have that interpretation to what you saw in the dream. In Surah Yusuf, uh, Yusuf al-Islam 
was given the knowledge how to interpret the dreams. In the science today, people who see dreams, there are various, various opinions what to interpret and what not to interpret to a dream. So here, Ibrahim saw that he was sacrificing his son. Or to give that Ismail should give his life for the cause of Allah to become the leader, the Imam. To become the leader of Imam, which Ibrahim asked that he is given the status as an Imam, the leader. So what would he slaughter his son for it? Or was it that he was asking that God Almighty should provide the same status to Ismail So sacrifice, then Ismail has to sacrifice his life for the cause. For the cause. The cause is for Allah. He has to give his life. As we all Muslim know that everybody Muslim who give his life in the way of Allah, Allah says, don't call him dead. They are alive. Whenever a Muslim give his life in the cause of Allah, doesn't mean physical slaughter only. It's for the cause of Allah, you stand up. So that standing up is mentioned in the Quran here. And this similar story is mentioned in the Bible. But the replacement for Ismail, they, they are talking about Isaac, the Ishaq, the second son. So the Bible says, similar story is mentioned. And Genesis 22 verse 9, And they came to a place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took knife to slay his son. When he had bound Isaac on the altar, when he has bound Isaac on the altar, Abraham stretched forth his a knife in his hand and took the knife to slay his son physically. And in verse 12, he said, God said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thy only son from me. So in the biblical context is a physical slaughter, a physical slaughter, and when Ibrahim, Abraham was about to kill him, God Almighty of the Bible says, stop it, he is the only son. Well, all, and the Bible already has said that Ishmael is also the son of Abraham. But here it, the Bible says a contradiction that he is the only son, don't slaughter. So he stops. So there was no sacrifice of his son. And further, and Abraham lifted upon his eyes and looked behold behind her in a ram, caught in the thicket by his thorns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him for the burnt offering instead of his son. Instead of his son, slaughter, he slaughtered the goat. And he thought, now I am redeemed. Abraham was redeemed by slaughtering the goat. This is the concept. Allah is asking your life. You are slaughtering the goat. You mean the Jews. You mean the Jews and Christians. Because this text I am reading from the Bible. And this is the belief of a Bible, Christian. According to the Christians, this is the belief of a Jew and a Christian. That you, it is very easy to slaughter the goat and you are redeemed. But, but in the Quran, we are analyzing how he will sacrifice. How, what is the process of sacrifice in the Quran? So when Ibrahim and Ismail agreed in the Quran for, for, for submitting and giving their wills, 
So how Ismail Islam was elevated? Quran explains in Surah Baqarah 2, 125 ayah. And when we made the house a place of reward and safety for people, and you take from the standing position of Ibrahim, the salah, the prayer performed. And we covenanted to Ibrahim and Ismail that both of you purify my house for those who go around and those who intent upon and those who bow prostrate. So when Ibrahim and Ismail have agreed to that they will give their lives for the cause of Allah, Ismail, Ismail Islam especially because Ibrahim has already Islam has already mentioned as a leader it is his son's elevation so when they both agree for the cause so Allah tells them that he takes a promise in the first I said I, my promise will not reach the wrongdoers now the promise is that both of you will purify my house purify my house for those who compass round for those who stand for those who bow and prostrate themselves so now this is the covenant which Allah has mentioned for Ibrahim and Ismail as the Imam and the leaders what and how they are going to purify the house for those who compass round those who stand and bow and prostrate themselves so Allah knows that there are people who have got the love for Allah are performing this act they are standing, they are bowing and prostrating themselves. But their minds are not having the purification of the house. The house of Allah, a mental house and as well as a physical house of Allah in Mecca. You see, when we say this is a house of Muslims sitting in the audience or a house of Allah, the same is the house of Allah or enters in the house of Allah. That is a physical house in Mecca and at the same time, mental understanding when you come in the understanding in the islam when you become a muslim you enter into house of allah or a house of islam in this connection the purification is the purification is for those who are going around or bowing and prostrating themselves ibrahim and ismail are commanded or covenanted that you have to purify them they still do not does not have the concept but there is a covenant in the Bible as well. And that covenant is, is only to be found in the Bible. I will only read once and you should follow it very easily. According to the Bible, Jews and Christian faith, this is my covenant which you, you Ibrahim, Abraham shall keep between me and you and thy seed after thee. Every man child among you shall be circumcised. And the un uncircumcised man-child whose flesh of his fortune is not circumcised, that soul, be, soul shall be cut off from his people. He hath broken my covenant. So ladies and gentlemen, that is the Jews and the Christian practices in the world. The Jews are being following that covenant. And the covenant in the Quran is to purify the house. The covenant in the Quran is to purify the house. For those who compass round, for those who stand or intent upon, who bow and prostrate themselves 
That is the covenant which the Muslims are performing today. And they, they will be keep on pro performing again and again in history of mankind. That action is being performed in Mecca and in mentally. And you have to take the standing position of Ibrahim, the Salah perform. The standing position of Ibrahim is the Imam, the leader where in the Muslim community, when the Muslim have prayer time, the Imam who leads the prayer, recite the eyes of Allah, is the standing position of Ibrahim, peace be upon him. So that you have to take the standing position, that you have to take the standing position, and you have to purify the house for those who go going around, compassing it around, or going around, or in, putting an intent upon, and who bow and prostrate themselves. This is the system what Ibrahim and Ismail Islam were covenanted by Allah to do so. The covenant is known, the position of Salah is known, but now how Ibrahim and Ismail Islam has to fulfill the dream. Up till now we are, first it was a dream, then Allah said this is the covenant you have to do to become the Imam, the leader. So, but that was a dream. So now we will see how Allah interprets or uh, confirms the dream. How Allah confirms the dream according to the Quranic ayats. Surah Al-Fatah 48-27 Allah is confirming the dream. لَقَدْ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ رَسُولَهُ الرُّيَّا بِالْحَقِّ لَتَدْخُلُنَّ الْمَسْجِدِ الْحَرَامَ إِنْ شَاءَ اللَّهُ آمِنِينَ مُحَلَّقِينَ رُؤُوسَكُمْ وَمُقَصِّرِينَ لَا تَخَافُونَ فَعَلِمَ مَا لَمْ تَعْلَمُوا فَجَعَلَ مِنْ دُونِ ذَلِكَ فَتْحًا قَرِيبًا Allah has indeed the fulfill the vision, the dream of His Messenger with truth. If Allah wills, definitely you will enter in the sacred house or sacred mosque in security without fear, your heads shaved and salah or prayer curtailed or shortened for he knows what you know not and he made beside this a clear opening. So for that dream, Allah is making this dream the truth. How you will perform that ritual? That you will enter into the sacred mosque? You will enter into the sacred mosque. Allah has fulfilled the vision of his messenger. What Ibrahim al-Islam saw, how he is interpreting with truth. If Allah wills, you will enter into the sacred mosque in security without fear. Your heads and haircut shaved off or shortened. Your salah or prayer curtailed. For he knows what you know not. And he made beside this a clear opening. This is the, the vision being confirmed by Allah for the messenger. The covenant was you have to purify the house. Now Allah says that you will enter that house, sacred mosque. This has been explained. And now Ibrahim and Ismail how they enter the sacred mosque. How they purify the house for those who are going around, standing, bowing and prostrating themselves. How they do it. This is very important ayat I am going to read. In Surah Baqarah 2, ayah 128. How they perform that ritual. رَبَّنَا وَجْعَلْنَا مُسْلِمَيْنِ لَكَ وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَتِنَا أُمَّةً مُسْلِمَةً لَكَ وَأَرِنَا مَنَاسِكَنَا وَتُبْ عَلَيْنَا Rahim. O our Lord, make us Muslims, make both of us Muslims, and from our children, Muslims, submitting nation 
for you and show both of us our places of solitude and turn to us. Surely you are most off-returning, most merciful. Ladies and gentlemen, you see, Allah has asked Ibrahim al-Islam and Ismail al-Islam to purify the house for those who are standing, bowing and prostrating themselves. That means you purify the house in their, for them. So Ibrahim al-Islam is raising the foundation or purifying the house by asking back to Allah. Back to Allah. Rabbana waj'alna muslimayni laka. Oh our Lord, make both of us Muslim in your sight. Make both of us Muslim in your sight. How to purify them? That you have to make Muslims. You have to make Muslim, these people, Muslims in your side. Not Muslim to Shiaism. Not Muslim to Sunnism. Not Muslim to Qadianism. Not Muslim to Hinduism. Not Muslim to all kinds of Muslims. You must know, ladies and gentlemen, Muslim means to submit. You are submitting to schools of thoughts. Are you Muslim in the sight of Allah? I'm asking, are you accepted by Allah as a Muslim? So Ibrahim al-Islam said, Oh our Lord, make us Muslims in your sight for you. Rabbana waj'alna muslimayni laka wa min zurriyatina ummatam muslimatal lak. Not a nationality card that you are a Muslim. We have to be Muslims in the sight of Allah. That is the prayer. That is the purification of the house. That is how he purified. We submit. Muslim means submission. If I submit to my leader and that leader is a Christian, I am a Muslim to Christian. If I submit to Hinduism, I am a Muslim to Hinduism. I am submitting to Hinduism. If I submit to Judaism, I am submitting Muslim to Judaism. Muslim means submission. You agree, you are submitting to his will. You are not submitting to the will of Allah. The submission according to the will of Allah is mentioned in the Quran. You have to be Muslim in the sight of Allah. And Ibrahim is asking that he should be a Muslim in the sight of Allah. For Allah. For Allah. Oh our Lord, make us Muslims in your sight, in your sight for you and a Muslim nation in the sight for you, not for other people. You are making a mockery to the name of Islam and Muslim by making yourself as gods on this planet earth. You are not a god. You are lost, nothing. You have to be Muslim in the sight of Allah. And Ibrahim al-Islam and Ismail al-Islam said the very same thing in spite of the fact he was a leader, in spite of the fact he was a father, in spite of the fact he was a greatest prophet, one of the greatest. He said, Rabbana waj'alna muslimayni laka. Rabbana waj'alna muslimayni laka. Not that he's taken for granted he's a Muslim. I've come here to make other people Muslims. No, he himself said that. That in spite of all the greatest attributes I recited in the beginning, he still said, Oh our Lord, make us Muslims in your sight. Rabbana waj'alna muslimani laka. Wa min zurriyatina ummatam muslimata lak. Wa arina manasikana. Wa tub alayna innaka antat tawwabu raheem. Oh our Lord, make us Muslims 
in for you and raise up our nation muslims in sight of you and show us the places of solitude you are most of returning most merciful same he is purifying the house for the people these duas or the call of ibrahim is the how he is purifying the house for the people further he says in surah ibrahim ayah 40 rabbi ja'alni muqima as-salati wa min dhurriyyati rabbana taqabbal du'a o our lord make be from those who establish the salah and also from a zurriyat my children o our lord accept my call rabbana ighfirli wa li walidayya wa lil mu'minina yawma yaqumul hisab o our lord have forgiveness have forgiveness for me and for my from from my parents and from the believers when the day of account is established meaning this is the dua or the call he is asking allah for that make me muslims make me want to perform salah and raise you raise you raise a nation to perform these people should perform salah in your side we are muslims in your side we are muslims he said further in surah baqarah 22129 rabbana wa ba'ath fihim rasulan minhum yatlu alayhim ayatika wa yu'allimuhum al-kitaba wal hikmata wa yuzakkihim innaka antal azizul hakim o our lord raise among them raise among them a messenger of their own who shall recite your ayats and on them he shall teach them the book and the wisdom and sanctify them surely you are exalted and wise raise up a messenger among them that's the call of ibrahim alayhi salam he can make muslims he can make muslims to people of course he cannot he's asking allah to raise a messenger among them who shall recite the ayats of allah who will teach them the knowledge of the book who will teach them the knowledge of the book and sanctify them and purify them and teach in wisdom that is the call the prayer he is asking allah again and again he is not saying that i will make you a muslim you are all kafirs i am the only muslim person on the planet earth i am going to make you muslim no 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 he is asking allah oh allah rabbana wa ba'ath fihim rasulan minhum yatlu alayhim ayatika wa yu'allimuhu al-kitaba wal hikmata wa yuzakkihim innaka antal azizul hakim oh our lord raise among them a messenger of their own who shall recite your ayats your ayats your ayats and purify them and give the knowledge of the book and wisdom surely you are exalted and wise this is the basic the principles or the founders foundations by virtue ibrahim alayhi salam and ismail alayhi salam raised this foundations the basic one foundation is to raise this foundation and purify the house for those who are standing who are bowing who are prostrating themselves but their mind is not pure so read these ayats in in ayah 127 wa yarfa'u ibrahimul qawaida min al-bayti wa ismail rabbana taqabbal minna innaka antas samiul alim and when ibrahim and ismail raise the foundations and the principles from the house o oh our lord accept from us o oh our lord accept from us surely you are all knowing all hearing all hearing and all knowing this is the the process 
he was this is was the process by virtue he was purifying the house this is the sacrifice this is the sacrifice which ibrahim ismail islam gave both of them that is there on the front in the with the house of allah this is the sunnah and the practice how you become a muslim in the sight of allah and in surah safat and ayah 103 falamma aslama wa tallahu lil jabin when both of them submitted their wills he ismail was being elevated for the front he was being elevated for the front meaning he was made the imam the same status hold by ibrahim alislam which he has asked that that imama should be among my children so falamma aslama when ibrahim alislam and ismail alislam agreed to that he will uh, offer ismail alislam to sacrifice his life for the cause of allah and when he agreed so both of them submitted to the will of allah so allah says watallahu lil jabin and ismail alislam were was elevated for the front that means he was put in front of all the muslim world as the leader like ibrahim alislam so in surah maryam chapter 19 and ayah 54 wazkur fil kitab ismaila innahu kana sadiq alwaadi wa kana rasulan nabiya and mention ismail that is ishmael in the book surely he was a truthful to what he promised he was a messenger prophet the bible says a wild man further allah says remember in the book remember in the book that ismail was was a truthful to what he promised and he was a messenger and a prophet so these are the status given to ismail salam in the quran in surah safat 37 ايه 104 وناديناه ان يا ابراهيم قد صدقت الرؤيا انك ذلك نزل المحسنين and we called him that is o ibrahim you have surely made the vision true surely like this we reward those who do good so ibrahim alayhi salam by raising these foundations allah says that o ibrahim peace be upon him you have made the vision true this sacrifice has been made true by allah for ibrahim alislam and ismail alislam in the quran 106 inna hadha lahu al balaul mubin wa fadainahu bi dhibhin azim and we surely this was a clear trial and we redeemed him with a great sacrifice allah says wa fadainahu bi dhibhin azim that we redeemed you we ransomed you with great sacrifice this act performed by ibrahim alislam was redeemed by allah with a great sacrifice that a physical slaughter he saw in the dream was a physical slaughter he saw in the dream of physical slaughter taking about life of ismail physically but it was redeemed instead of taking physical he gave his spiritual life for the cause of allah this is how he was redeemed ibrahim alislam was redeemed with a great sacrifice wa fadainahu bizibin azim instead of physical slaughter he has to sacrifice his life for the cause of allah and islam according to the bible jews and christian faith when abraham 
took the knife to slaughter the son, Isaac, in the Bible, in Genesis 22, verse 8. And Abraham said, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they, won't, they went both of them together. The, according to the Christian interpretation from the verse that Abraham, Abraham was to slaughter the son and God will provide a lamb. So what happened? The Christian in, scholars are interpreting this verse, Bible verse as what? They say that people sins can be forgiven by Jesus Christ going up on a cross and giving his life giving his physical life on the cross why for the sins of mankind this is known as redemption I am redeeming uh, Jesus Christ supposed to be on the cross supposed by the Christian theologians supposed to be on the cross and gave his life for the sins of mankind for the redemption of mankind so you Christian people have, don't have to do anything their works are no more required the redemption has been the pay, the price has been paid by the Jesus Christ a God son God type of business this is one theology of how to save from the fire redemption the Jews said no 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 no. you don't have to sacrifice the son of God or God or son of what we have done it to the goat we have done on the to the goat we slaughter the goat we are redeemed so in Maida Almaida 36 Surely those who reject, if they had everything that is in earth and, and the like of it with it, to redeem themselves from the punishment on the day of judgment, it would never be accepted from them. And from them is a grievous punishment. Now Allah says, if you reject the system, if you reject what Allah has told us in the Quran, how to get redeemed, how to be Muslim in the sight of Allah, how to be performing salah in the system, if you don't do that, so Allah says, if you had whatever is in the earth, all the uh, earth you possess, whatever the earth possess, if you have got that, and you want to offer as a ransom, or redeem yourselves from the punishment of fire, Allah said he will not accept it. This is very clear. The redemption is, on, is only going to take place by the what Ibrahim al-Islam did it. You have to follow that example. And all the prophets follow that example. If you have otherwise, the killing and the slaughtering of the children has been done in all times by their own concepts and ideologies. In Surah Anam 6, Ayah 137. Wa kazalika minal mushikin qatla awladihim. Likewise, similarly, for many of the mushriks, the polytheists, their idolaters have made alluring killing of their children to destroy them and confuse them in their religion. If Allah had will, they would have not done it, done so. So leave them alone and their inventions. Meaning similar, Allah is mentioning that the idolaters of the mushriks have slaughtered their children by their own ideologies, different different concepts. They are not practicing, they are not giving their life to Allah. They are being killed physically and mentally 
by practicing of the mushrik's religion and cause confusion in the religion allah has made attraction qatlauladin a killing of their children shurakao their their idolaters shurakaahum their idolaters so that they will cause confusion and destroy them and cover them over them with their religion cover their own religion cover their own religion over children because a child doesn't know anything he is a simple person you give your concepts whatever you school of thought you belong to you force the child to believe in those ideas and makes you make sure that you do it by yours you have been associating with allah other scholars you listen to them and then you force them to your children to listen to that this is known as a killing of their children and in surah 17 bani israil he says wait qulna laka inna rabbaka ahata bin nas wama ja'alna ar-ruyya allati yarainaka illa fitnatan lin nasi wash-shajarat al-mal'unata fil qur'an wa nukhaffifuhum fama yazidhum illa tughyanan kabira in bani israil 17 ayah 60 and then we said to you that surely your lord encompasses mankind and we made the vision that we showed you to be a fascination and captivations or a trial for mankind and the ghosty in the quran and we frightened them but increases them not except in great transgression now allah says in this ayah that allah has made this vision a fascination and a captivation for all mankind meaning we muslims have to take the heed by the vision of ibrahim al islam and ismail al islam how they sacrifice their lives we have to follow exactly what they did but with the spirit we should do it the spirit we should do it so allah says we have made the vision that we showed you a captivation and fascination a captivation and fascination fascination for all mankind so it is a, a captivation that how to sacrifice your life we have to offer our lives for allah this is a sacrifice which ibrahim al islam and ismail al islam did it then allah will raise you for on his standards as the leader or the imam as mentioned the quran it is the process has to be continued but it has to be done by allah so this is a captivation for mankind and in surah safa 37 wa tarakna alayhi fil akhirin salamun ala ibrahim kadhalika nazil muhsinin innahu min ibadina almu'minin and we left upon him ibrahim al islam in others salam peace be upon ibrahim abraham like those like this we reward those who do good surely he was from our believing servants these ayats allah says to ibrahim al islam that when he left he left for us to follow that system the same system the same vision we have to follow as a father you have to follow ibrahim al islam as a son you have to follow ismail al islam sunnat by submitting to the will of allah till now we have understood that ibrahim al islam and the sacrifice for his son and the dream and and how it was fulfilled by him and by allah now i am trying to give you few verses related to the family i mentioned the beginning the family ibrahim al islam's wife and the second son what is the status given to given in the quran for them so in surah safat 37 aya 112 wa bashshanahu bi ishaqa nabiyyan min as-salihin and we gave him the good news allah is saying we gave the good news with ishaq 
a prophet from the righteous ones a prophet from the righteous ones who is half that is the status in the quran for ishaq in, and in surah 15 al hijr and ayah 54 qala abashartumuni ala ammasyan al kibaru fa bima tubashirun and ibrahim alayhi salam said what you give me good news when old age has touched me so what is your good news ibrahim alayhi salam second son the good news has been given to him as a righteous prophet in old age so he said what you are giving me good news i am old so okay what is the good news so his wife is there ibrahim alayhi salam wife is there in surah hud 11 ayah 71 wamratu qaimatun wamratu qaimatun fadahikat fabashshanaha fabashshanaha bi ishaq wa min wara ishaq yaqub and his wife was standing there and she laughed then we gave her the good news with ishaq after she was surprised because of her old age because every woman knows that there is um, every man and woman both of us know there is a period of time when a woman goes old she can't have a children so she said she is amazed that i will have a son when i am old and my husband is also old qala ya wailata alidu wa ana ajuzun wa wa hada bali shayqa inna hada la shayun ajib she said oh alas shall i have a child i am old woman and my husband is an old man surely this would be an amazing thing now malaika the angels answers qalu wa ta'jabina min amri llahi rahmatullahi wa wa barakatuhu alaykum ahl albayt innahu hamidum majid they said the angels said are you amazed at the order of allah the mercy of allah and his blessings be upon all of you o people of the house so ibrahim alayhi salam ismail alayhi salam ishaq alayhi salam and his wife are ahl albayt people of the house of the house of allah so allah says qalu wa ta'jabina min amrillahi rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu alaykum ahl albayt innahu hamidum majid they said the angel said are you amazed at the order of allah the mercy of allah the blessings his blessings be upon him o people of the house surely his praiseworthy and glorious meaning that ibrahim alayhi salam his wife and his two sons and yaqub alayhi salam these after yaqub ismail isaac not isaac son is yaqub these people are the blessings are over them they are the people of the house house of allah we muslims are following their examples to be in the same status we have to follow that these are the examples for us that this is the status given to the family of ibrahim alayhi salam now i would like to do very fast a comparative view between according to bible and jews and christians faith there is a bifurcation of ibrahim had two wives or three wives according to the bible according to bible abraham had two or maybe three i don't know you you check it up genesis 16 abraham's wife bear him no children abraham's wife bear him no children this is sara and she had an handmaid handmaid means a gulam nokrani 
she has a handmade an Egyptian woman whose name was Hagar. Now I'm reading the Bible text. Sarah was the wife of Abraham. She was she could not bear children. She was not having children. She had a handmaid, an Egyptian woman whose name was Hagar. Hagar. And Sarah said to Abraham, Behold, now the Lord has restrained me from giving bearing or giving children. I pray thee, go to my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abraham hearkened the voice of the Sarah. Because Sarah could not have children, she says to Abraham, Go unto go unto Hagar. This is the biblical language. Go unto Hagar. And obtain children. Maybe I can obtain children from her. So, and he went into Hagar. Because Sarah said, Abraham went into Hagar. And she conceived. Her mistress was despised in her eyes. And she conceived Hagar. Sarah was jealous. According to Bible. And Hagar bare Abraham a son. And Abraham called his son's name, which, which Hagar bare Ishmael. This is the Astaghfirullah biblical story mentioned in the Bible. And this is the faith of the Jews and Christians. Okay, I read further. And, and in, according to the Bible, Jews and Christian faith, Genesis 20, 1 and 2. And the Lord visited Sarah. Now when Ismail was born, now the Lord visited Sarah as I visit your house. If I want to visit your house, now the Lord visits Sarah as he had said. And the Lord did unto Sarah. Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age at the set time which God had spoken to him. I don't want to read further because of the shortage of time. I just want to make the point clear that according to the Bible, the system is that Abraham had two wives according to the Bible. The first wife was Sarah. She is the seed of his father, meaning the sister of Abraham. And she was not having children. And then she says, go unto Hagar. And then Hagar, from Hagar, Ismail was born. And from the Ismail, they say, who? The, the Jews and Christians say that this is the genealogy of the Hagar. The Arabs. And from the Isaac, they, 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 the Sarah born made, made it into a Jews. So they made it a racial religion between Arabs and the Jews. From Isaac, they say Jews were, they, the Jews become. And from Ishmael, the Arabs become. So, ladies and gentlemen, I read it very clearly, the Quranic ayah before, that Ibrahim's, what is the status of Ibrahim salam, his family and his two sons? No divisions. There is no division between Ismail salam and Ishaq. They are all one people and they are the Ahlul Bayt, the family of the house. This is just the, what point I was, was trying to emphasize. Now, in Ibrahim 14, ayah 39, Alhamdulillah, Praise be to Allah. Ibrahim Islam says, Praise be to Allah who has bestowed upon me in old age. Ismail and Ishaq. Surely my Lord is the hearer of calls. So according to Quran, Ismail Islam, Ishaq Islam are all the sons of Ibrahim and his wife. They are all the family of the house. Further he says, Oh our Lord, I have settled from my children in a valley without cultivation by your sacred house 
in order, O our Lord, that they may establish regular prayer, that they may establish regular prayer, then make the hearts of mankind desirous towards them and give them sustenance from the fruits so they give thanks. Now he is settling near the house, Allah's house, all the children, Zuriyat means children, offspring, generation, Ismail Islam, all the prophets are the Zuriyas, all the Muslim world are the Zuriyat near the house so they may establish regular prayer. This is what he left for us. We have to follow that system. Now for us, what we have to do, I refer to Surah Al-Hajj, Ayah 78. وَجَاهِدُوا فِي اللَّهِ حَقَّ جِهَادِ هُوَ جِتَبَاكُمْ وَمَا جَعَلَ عَلَيْكُمْ فِي الدِّينِ مِنْ حَرَجٍ مِلَّةَ أَبِيكُمْ إِبْرَاهِيمُ هُوَ سَمَّاكُمُ الْمُسْلِمِينَ مِنْ قَبْلُ وَفِي هَذَا لِيَكُونَ الرَّسُولُ شَهِيدًا عَلَيْكُمْ وَتَكُونُوا شُهَدَ عَلَى النَّاسِ فَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ and strive in Allah, strive in Him is the truth. He has chosen you and has made no difficulty on the judgment. He has made no difficulty on you in the judgment. The millat religion of your father Ibrahim, peace be upon him. He has named you Muslims. Allah has named you Muslims from before and in this. So that the messenger be a witness over you and you, Muslim community, be a witness over mankind. So establish salah, prayer and give charity and hold fast with Allah. He's your protector and best of protector and the best of helper. So now in this ayah, Allah is telling the Muslim community, what is the jihad? How you have to strive in Allah? Striving in Allah is the truth. And that is... Allah has made no difficulties in following the religion. He has made no difficulty in judging okay, what we have to do in the, from the Quran. No difficulty in judgments. Okay, what is the truth? And the system is the millata abikum Ibrahim. It is the millat means the religion of your father Ibrahim. He is the father and how you become his son spiritually by saying that if Allah wills I am submitting my will you, you as Ismail Islam did it whatever you are ordered Ibrahim Islam whatever you are ordered you go with it inshallah if Allah will you will find us patience so as a Muslim you have to follow the sunnah or the example of Ismail Islam how he submitted as a son a good son what the Ibrahim Islam conveyed in the message how you have to follow the religion you have to follow as a smile Islam. How did he submit himself? So being a Muslim, you, the Quran has already told us. So that system is the millat of your father Ibrahim, the, the religion. So that the messenger, the Rasul, be a witness over you. The messenger is a witness over us by the Quranic ayats. Allah's message has been given to us. So he becomes a witness over us. And we, the Muslim community, has to read the ayahs over the non-Muslims for their education. So he is a witness over us and we, are a Mus we Muslims are, have to read the ayahs to be a witness over the non-Muslims. We have to establish the salah and the zakah and, 
and, and hold fast to Allah. This system we have to follow and practice. But as usual, for everything there is an opposition. So for Muslim community, it is mentioned very clearly that we have to follow the millat, the religion of Ibrahim. But Allah also tells us, inform us in the Quran, who are our oppositions. Who are going to oppose the Muslim religion, the millat, Ibrahim, the system. And that is mentioned in Surah Baqarah 135 And they say, become Hud, Jews, or Nasara, Christians. Say, the millat of, or the religion of true Ibrahim, he was not from the polyist, polytheist. So the Quran tells us, when Allah says that follow the Millat Ibrahim, follow the religion of Ibrahim, your father, Allah said that they, the Jews and the Christian will say that you have to become Jews and Christian. Then you will be guided. They say you become Jews and Christian, then you will be guided. So Allah says, say, قُلْ بَلْ مِلَّةَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ Hanifa, Say, that Billat Ibrahim Hanifa, that is the Millat we have to follow. Millat Ibrahim, the religion of Ibrahim, we have to follow. And he was not from the associates. He did not associate anything with Allah. He was not a mushrik. So first opposition of the Jews and Christians is exposed in the Quran. We Muslims have to be alert. Further in Ayah 142, Surah Baqarah, same. أَمْ تَقُولُونَ إِنَّ إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَإِسْمَعِيلَ وَإِسْحَاقَ وَيَعْقُوبَ وَالْأَسْبَاتَ كَانُوا هُودًا أَوْ نَصَارًا قُلْ أَأَنْتُمْ عَالَمُ أَمِ اللَّهِ وَمَنْ أَظْلَمُ مِمَّنْ كَتَمَ شَهَادَةً عِنْدَهُ عِنْدَهُ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَمَا اللَّهُ بِغَافِلٍ عَمَّا تَعْمَلُونَ Or do you say that Ibrahim, that is Abraham, and Ismail, that is Ismail, and Ishaq, that is Isaac, and Yaqub and Jacob or Jacob are Jews and Christian? Another argument they are bringing forward that these are Jews and Christian? So Allah says, Qul, antum Say, do you, do you know better than Allah? And who is more unjust than who conceals the evidence he has from Allah? And Allah is not aware what you do. So now what has happened? When Allah has told us, what is the system? What is the millat? How we have to purify the house. So the Jews and Christians will come and tell us that Abraham, Isaac, Ismail, they are all Jews and Christians. They are the Jewish tribe. They made them a Jewish tribe. I, I read that biblical terminology and telling you how the Jewish religion has become into a racial religion. The Jewish religion, they are telling us these Abraham, Ismail and Isaac were all Jews and Christian. And the Quran has exposed us. The Muslim community knows that this is, they will say this. We have to alert. We should know all this. Inna Or do you say that the Ibrahim and Ismail and Isaac were Jews and Christians? Do you want to say that? For the Prophet, the mighty messengers of Allah. Do you want to say that? To Allah say, Say, do you know better than Allah? Who is more unjust than the one who conceals the evidence he has from Allah? And Allah is not aware. 
for what you are doing. So now, Allah has exposed the Jews and Christian psychology. We have to be alert that they will label all these prophets as Jews and Christian. Well, we all know they were Muslims. They had submitted the wills to the wills of Allah, mentioned the Quran and the system we are following. So they were not Jewish prophets, they were Muslims. Not the racial between Jews and Arabs. Islam is not the religion between a conflict between a Jews and Christian or Arabs. It's the religion of Allah. And we are following his millah, the sunnah, all the nationalities of the world, whether where you live, we follow Islam and Muslim, meaning we submit our wills to the will of Allah. There is no confusion, a Jewish or a Arab race religion. It's not an Arabic or Jewish conflict at all. So in Surah Al-Baqarah, he further exposes these people. And never will the Yahud or the Jews or the Nasara, the Christians, be pleased with you. Remember, Muslims, Allah says, and never will be the Yahud or the Jews or the Nasara, the Christian, be pleased with you, the Muslims, unless you follow their millah, their religion. Circumcision, cutting of a goat, their religion. Say the guidance is from Allah. The Jews and the Christian will never be satisfied by you, the Muslims, until you follow their religion. And their religion is, I have, we have been comparing it. I don't want to repeat. So Allah says, and never the Yahudi and the Jews and the Christian will be pleased with you, the Muslim community, until you follow their system, their millat. Until we follow their systems, the Jews and Christian will never be satisfied with you. I am reading the Quranic ayat. So Allah says, say surely the guidance is from Allah. The guidance is from the Quranic ayats. You take guidance from Allah. If you are going, no Muslim community, Allah is saying, if you Muslims are going to follow their desires, they are their desires. After the knowledge of the Quranic message has reached you, then you would find neither protector nor helper from against Allah. So the Muslim community is warned in the ayahs how to defend ourselves. Tell them that the guidance is from Allah and Allah is informed their systems exposed how they are going to come and confront us because they will never be pleased with you until you follow their religion, their systems. Mumtahinna al-mumtahinna Chapter 60, Ayah 4. قَدْ كَانَتْ لَكُمْ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ فِي إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَالَّذِينَ مَعَهُ إِذْ قَالُوا لِقَوْمِهِمْ إِنَّا بُرَآءُ مِنْكُمْ وَمِمَّا تَعْبُدُونَ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ كَفَرْنَا بِكُمْ وَبَدَا بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَكُمُ الْعَدَاوَةُ وَالْبَغْضَاءُ أَبَدًا حَتَّى تُؤْمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَحْدَهُ إِلَّا قَوْلَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ لِأَبِيهِ لَأَسْتَغْفِرَنَّ لَكَ وَمَا أَمْلِكُ لَكَ مِنَ اللَّهِ مِنْ شَيْءٍ 
Indeed, there is for all of the Muslim world the most beautiful pattern, Uswai Hasana, the most beautiful pattern, Uswai Hasana in Ibrahim and with him. When they said to the people, to their people, surely we are clear of you of whatever you worship besides Allah. We are clear of you, whatever you worship besides Allah. We have rejected you. And there has arisen between us and you an enmity and hatred forever. Unless you believe in Allah and Him alone. You have to believe in Allah and Him alone. Accept the saying of Ibrahim for his father. Certainly I will ask forgiveness for you. And I have no authority from Allah in anything for you. O oh, our Lord, on you is our trust. And towards you we depute, represent, and towards you is our determination. Now, Allah says that the best of example or the beautiful pattern for any Muslim to follow is in Ibrahim al-Islam. And with him, who are those people with him? All the prophets. Ibrahim al-Islam, Allah says you have to follow the best example is in Ibrahim al-Islam and with him all the prophets and the Muslim community in the sight of Allah they are with Ibrahim al-Islam they are with Ibrahim al-Islam he is the best of example best pattern to follow is in him and all these people with him all the prophets including Muhammad sallallahu as the seal of the prophets and the Muslim community in the sight of Allah are our all with Ibrahim peace be upon him now what is the best pattern to follow what is the beautiful Hasna? and that is described in the same ayah and that is the most beautiful pattern we should know what is that they said when they said to their people surely we are clear of you meaning we are clear of the wrong concept you possess we are clear of you and whatever you worship, whatever your systems and religion practices are, we are clear of that. Whatever you worship besides Allah, except Allah, which is mentioned in the Quran, the personality mentioned in the Quran, we are clear of that. We have rejected you. We are a kafir of your systems. In Arabic, kafir means rejecter. We, Muslim community, are the kafir of the so-called Whatever system you are telling us, we are kafir, we are rejected of you. We have rejected you and there has arisen hatred forever. Enmity and hatred forever. Meaning if you follow the example of the Prophet Ibrahim al-Islam, all the prophets follow that and Muhammad al-Islam follow that. So there will be an enmity with the Jews and the Christian or anyone whose practices is not this ayat, who doesn't practice and believe this ayat, there's an enmity. Allah has made this enmity. Forever. Forever there will be enmity and hatred. Until you follow Allah or believe in Allah, wahda. Wahda means alone. And this Quran is the only book on this planet earth, wahda. There is no book on the earth will give you guidance. If you associate any book with this, you are associating with Allah. Because these are the words and the kalam of Allah. 
Remember this. Only Wahda Wallah you believe and you believe only in one book. And the attributes of all these books contained in the Quran. If you bring any book near to this book of Allah, you are not believing Allah is Wahid. Because you believe some part of Allah's book and some your own created books. So Allah says Wahdahu. Unless you believe in Allah and Wahid alone, there is an enmity with us. That is the best of example. So you believe Allah and Him alone, except the enmity is needed with the Father. Except the saying of Ibrahim for his father. Certainly I'll ask forgiveness for you. And I have, I have no authority from Allah in anything for you. So this is an exception. That the fathers, our fathers, there is no enmity between us and him, except there is an exception. Because Allah has made this exception. Otherwise, there is enmity, except the father. Because Ibrahim al-Islam's father was a mushrik. He did not accept Islam. And Ibrahim al-Islam gave the message to his father. And still he did not. Then he said, okay, I'll ask for forgiveness. I can ask for forgiveness for you. Though I have no power, uh, uh, certainly I have asked your forgiveness for you and I have no authority from Allah for you. I have no authority but I will ask for forgiveness. So we Muslims can ask for forgiveness for our ancestors. But there is no authority that Allah will forgive or not. In this aspect, there is sunnah of Ibrahim is this. So now, and then further our Lord on you we trust. Tawakkal Allah. We trust in Allah. And we depute and represent towards him, towards you. And in, for him is our own determination. Everything we have to do for Allah, him alone, wahda. So this is the best of example which we Muslims of all times have to follow. And in Surah Nisa 4, 54 ayah, Am yahsuduna, am yahsuduna nasa ala ma atahumullahu min fadli faqad atayna ala Ibrahim al-kitaba or they are jealous. Now these Jews and Christians are jealous of mankind on what Allah has given them from his bounty. Indeed, we have given the followers of Ibrahim the book and the wisdom and we gave them a great kingdom. So it is for the Muslim community in the sight of Allah. Allah says these people are jealous. The Jews and the Christians are jealous. Or they are jealous of mankind, of what Allah has given them from His bounty. It is Allah's wish. He has given them the Muslim community in the sight of Allah who are following. What He has given them? We have given the followers of Ibrahim, Ala Ibrahim, followers of Ibrahim, the book. The book is with us. The book is with us. And the wisdom. And we have given them great kingdom. Meaning, the people who follow, Allah has given the, given the Muslim community the book, and the wisdom, and a great kingdom. Not physically. The house of Islam, the Muslim community in the sight of Allah, has been given them by this. So we should be alert ourselves from the Jews and the Christian, how they are playing and infiltrate, in, in, during infiltration in our systems, we should alert. Quran is the Furqan, the criteria to judge between right and wrong. To alert yourself on the day of judgment, you have to know these things from the Quranic ayahs and amend our lives as such. Surah Al-Anam 6, 
مسلمان in five times on salah we say ihdinas siratal mustaqim guide us onto the straight path five times surah fatiha five verse fifth aya we say ihdinas siratal mustaqim ihdinas siratal mustaqim and now here allah says qul innani hadani rabbi ila siratim mustaqim deenan qiyamam millata ibrahim hanifa wa ma kana minal mushrikeen meaning say allah has guided me say allah has guided me to a straight path to a straight path the judgment of the millat ibrahim the true ibrahim he was not from the associates ask allah ask allah then he will give you answer qul innani hadani rabbi ila siratim mustaqim deenan qiyamam millat ibrahim hanifa wa ma kana minal mushrikeen say Surely my Lord has guided me to a straight path, a judgment, established millat, religion of your father Ibrahim. He was not from the associates. How many people know this? That how you get guidance from Allah? This is how you become a Muslim. Further he says, قُلْ إِنَّ صَلَاتِي وَنُسُكِي وَمَحْيَاهَا وَمَمَاتِي لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ Say, my salat. my namaz my prayer my solitude my life my death is for allah the lord of the worlds qul inna salati wa nusuki wa mahyaya wa mamati lillahi rabbil alamin say my prayer my salah my solitude my life my death is for allah the lord the cherisher of all worlds lord of the believers and non believers so you have to give your life for allah say qul inna salati wa nusuki wa mahyaya wa mamati lillahi rabbil alamin say surely my prayer my solitude my life my death is for allah the lord of the worlds la sharika lah wa bidhalika umirtu And there is no associate with him. And I'm commanded to be one of the first of the Muslims. I'm commanded to be of the one first of the Muslims. There is no associate with Allah. I am commanded to be first of the Muslims. You have to ask Allah. And if you find the spirit in you, the God Allah Almighty. is commanding you 
to be the first of the Muslims in your community. Where do you live? You have to take a stand. Not that you are born in a Muslim society, you are a Muslim. It has to come from Allah. The Muslim, you have to become in front from Allah. He commands you. Every person who believe in the ayahs, that is how he commands. La sharika Allah. There is no associate with him. And I am commanded that I am from the first of the Muslims. This is what happened in history. Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and all ancient time, the sunnat and the practice of all the prophets is that we have to ask Allah to make us Muslims. He commands us. He tells us what to do and what not to do. I would like that everybody in the hall should recite these two ayahs with me if they wish. I will read the Arabic text and you can repeat the ayat after that. You can have the booklet, you can read it. In Surah Baqarah 2, Ayah 128. This is a dua or the call from this hall to Allah. Are you with me? Rabbana waj'alna muslimayni laka wa min zurriyatina ummatam muslimatan lak. Rabbana waj'alna muslimayni laka wa min zurriyatina ummatam muslimatan lak. وَأَرِنَا مَنَاسِكَنَا وَتُبْ عَلَيْنَا إِلَّكَ أَنْتَ التَّوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ رَبِّ جَعَلْنِي مُقِيمَ الصَّلَاةِ وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَتِي رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَا رَبَّنَا اغْفِلْ لِي وَلِوَالِدَيَّا وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَا يوم يطوب الحساب ربنا وبعث فيهم رسولا منهم يتلو عليهم آياتك ويعلمهم الكتاب والحكمة ويزكيهم إنك أنت العزيز الحكيم وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ يَقُولُ رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَةً وَقِنَا عَزَابَ النَّارِ I would like to give the translation. O our Lord, make us Muslims. O our Lord, make us Muslims. From... Muslim nations for you and from our children Muslims nation for you and show us show both of us our places of solitude and turn to us surely you are most of returning most merciful oh my lord make me one who establish salah and also from my children. And oh our Lord, you accept my call. Oh our Lord, have forgiveness for me and for my parents and for the believers when the day of account is established. Our Lord raise among them a messenger of their own who shall recite your ayahs? 
on them and shall teach them the book and the wisdom sanctify them surely you are exalted and wise and among them who say our Lord give us beautiful in this world and beautiful in the hereafter and defends defend us from the punishment of fire that is the sunnah the practice of Hazrat Ibrahim Islam every ayat I'm reading is the practice of all the messengers including Muhammad peace be upon him did the exactly the same thing recited the ayahs for the purification of all mankind to come in the history today and in the future these ayahs by virtue you have to purify yourselves read the ayahs understand the ayahs memorize them with understanding and purify yourselves again and again purify yourself for the purification of others not that taken for granted that you are Muslims and all other people are kafirs that is your own personal view which Allah has not mentioned in the Quran the certificate of the Muslim the certificate of the Muslim you will get it when you enter the Jannah not beforehand we are all trying to be a Muslim in the sight of Allah we will pass the exams inshallah the day of judgment you'll get that certificate as a Muslim not like that that I am born in Muslim country I am born in Muslim country my parents were Muslims and I'm a Muslim in whose sight in the people's size in the environment where people think that they are Muslims so they take it for granted that we are Muslims so I end my lecture that the vision of Ibrahim was that he sacrificed his son the father-son relationship is that father is giving the message the message in the Quran is Ibrahim Islam is a father we have to follow that message when Allah as a smile Islam as a son you have to follow the message of what Ibrahim Islam said you will be his sons you will be his children when you follow Ibrahim Islam Muhammad Sallallahu followed and all the Muslim of the world are following what Ibrahim Islam when we take him as a father then we follow him as a son when Allah bestow you the Imam or the leader or when you Allah elevate you in the sight of Allah then you educate your children then you educate your children what is the truth and reality then the, that children will become he will follow the sunnah they smile you will follow the, uh, the follow of the sunnah of your Ibrahim father you will take the role of as a father so this is the examples the vision which was interpreted by Allah and this is how we have to follow so ladies and gentlemen now you can come over to the mic and ask questions to what I have said but it should be pertaining to the topic no irrelevant question will be entertained Jazakallah Jazakallah on uh, ladies and gentlemen on your behalf I first thank Mr. Muhammad Sheikh for delivering his enlightening talk now coming on to the question and answer session I would highlight a few principles for this we have two mics one is on the left and the other is on the right this one is basically to be used by ladies and the one on the right is for the gentleman please make a cue and on your turn when you come to the mic tell us your name and simply read out the question which should be relevant to the subject please do not indulge in any long unnecessary sentences which in other words will be a wastage of time please simply tell us your name and your question 
and once you've got the answer you should go back to your place or if you have another question to ask you will still be required to go back to your place and come in the queue again for your second question so that at least everybody standing in the queue gets the first question answered if you want i can repeat the procedure is it clear right then uh, i would request you one more thing and that is when you've come in the queue please try and give the chance to the ladies to ask the question first and in the queues of the queue of the gentlemen or the ladies whoever is the older please give him or her the chance first uh, now uh, please pay attention to the questions and the answers assalam alaikum my name is yunus sheikh i have a question a very important one and i think uh, a few friend of mine they may have the same question in mind uh, well when you have explained that uh, this physical demonstration of slaughter or sacrifice was not there but uh, then what would be the significance of the sacrifice we offer on hajj and eid uh, bakr right what would be the significance of it is this practice of ours non islamic or is it, uh, islam doesn't call for it god of the bible has asked abraham to slaughter his son and for redemption the goat came that is the biblical concept so his asked question is why are we offering a goat in the bakrai is the that muslim umma is yes. offering this sacrifice okay. as sunnat ibrahim so now what we take it the answer to that is in surah al bakra 2 and the ayah is 196 if you want to look at the quran i will read for you wa atimul hajja wal umrata lillah fa in uhsirtum famastaysara minal hadi hadi so quran says that you have to complete the hajj and umrah and if you are not able to go there as the most of the people are not able to perform the hajj every year people are in certain regions they are not able to go there for performing the pilgrimage or umrah so let's say give an offering hadia in arabic hadia means gift if we, the and fit, fidia means i told you redemption it it carries the meaning of redeem or ransom so if we are not able to perform the hajj or we or people who go there hajj they give hadia that is a gift to allah are you following a gift that is not sacrificing a goat for my sacrifice that is not a sacrifice for my life i sacrifice a goat not like that it is a gift hadia in arabic for offering when you go there and if you are not able to go there you offer a hadia here so slaughtering of animal is correct in the muslim world if they are giving a gift to allah as hmm? an offering an offering not not as a sacrifice in the goat instead of his life because he has to perform what allah has said what allah has said in the quran i recite this ayas you have to perform that but uh, you can also give hadia in hajj also and in uh, and if you are not going there you can give this hadia and another ayat i refer to is in Qur- in quran in surah hajj so the ayat liyashadu manafi'a lahum wa yaskurusmullahi fi ayyamin ma'lumatin 
But Allah say you offer for what purpose which he has provided for them then eat you therefore and feed the distressed distressed ones in the want wa at'mul ba'is al-faqir your people you this whole system you have to provide the nourishment to them that is why you are doing it not instead of your sacrificing life you are sacrificing a goat the goat will not take you to heaven i didn't get this ayat number please ہزارائز and proclaim the good news to all who do right la yanallahu luhumuha wala dimauha walakin yanalu taqwa minkum kadhalika saqraha lakum litukubbira litukabbiru allah ala ma hadakum wa bashil muhsinin it is not your blood allah says that you provide blood and meat you are sending to allah it is your taqwa as an offer you are giving as a gift to allah which is quran has mentioned so this is we, the, the system is being prevailed in mecca in madina and all over the world that you can offer as a gift or as a hadia sacrifice these things but not for your sacrificing your life that you have to do you can't fidya that this is you can't do this hadia and fidya there is a word in distinction in arabic fidya is that you can replace but not hadia hadia is just you have to gift and offer well, what i understand from your uh, explanation is that uh, allah wants to elevate our spirit of taqwa and we should uh, offer this as to the spirit the of sacrifice huh? spirit of sacrifice that you have to perform yourself that we have to perform ourselves and, you and this is an offering offering as a gift with that spirit of taqwa yeah. of course and thereby maybe allah taala would uh, elevate our spirit of iman to no, continue no, no just a minute that has nothing to do with your spirit you have to perform what allah has told you right and the hadia you are just giving as a gift like like something like if you i like you i, I appreciate you i give you a gift no, in the spirit of it in yeah. the spirit of submission that and allah is asked to give you a giving right. to the poor to feed the poor yes, no, what i want to know oh sorry yeah. no what i want to know is this concept of gift that you're talking Would about would you please tell us your name first oh my name is ali yes, okay please. no what i want to know is this concept of gift that you're talking about is it like a gift towards allah or to allah no but see the meat should go to feed the poor the distressed yeah, the needy like yeah. so in in a way what you're doing over here is to sort of sacrifice in the in the name of allah but yeah. it should go towards the poor right yes, yes. okay that was one of the questions i wanted to know with this gentleman before we had already asked now another one is i don't know if it's quite relevant to the topic or not but uh, remember the time when you were referring to the bible and you said that uh, according to the biblical faith um hazrat i mean uh, hazrat ibrahim had married uh, bibi uh, bibi sara and according to this biblical wo um she was his sister yes so that means what they're trying to say is 
Hazrat Ibrahim had committed an incestuous act of by marrying his sister. That you have to ask the Christian. <clears throat> My name is Bozai. I think uh, one of the questions has already been asked, but a portion of that still remains to be answered. But before that, my first question was, as I wrote here, Surah Baqarah, Ayat 124. <coughs> Trial with words. Hazrat Ibrahim was, Hazrat Ibrahim was tried, as you say, the trial with words. Could you possibly explain this? Because trial was made probably with practical aspects of practical actions or maybe asking by performing certain things. Now here you, you mentioned trial with words. Am I clear? Have no. I been able to clear to? Yeah, for Allah's words. Allah, by Allah's words he tried. You see, the word mumtahin was uh, is mentioned, I think. No, no, sorry. kalimat, the kalimat in fatammahunna. Kalimat are the words. This trial. Sorry? Trial. Yeah. Trial. So yeah, uh, trial with words. Allah tries people or by his words. Whatever the Quranic ayahs are the words of Allah. He sends a message through his words. His words. And if you understand or you practice or don't practice after listening to the words, you are being tried by Allah. Similarly, Allah tried Ibrahim al-Islam with his words, with words. Ah, they, they, so if he understood and he practiced and he, he passed the exams according to Allah's status, he completed them. So Allah made him the imam for mankind. Ah, exactly. Yes. Now, I understood that correctly. But for my own sake and my own knowledge sake, I would like to know what exactly those examinations I, were. Everything which is in the Quran with him is, is, a, is being tried. All the time. Few examples I am giving you. Now the uh, the half portion of my question, which I just earlier mentioned, uh, one was the Qurbani, uh, which you have already answered. There was another one, circumcision. Is it also uh, Maslak of Ibrahim or? No, the Quran. Uh, I just now read. Uh, I read this once because uh, uh, I was giving, delivering a lecture on Quran, and of course I'm comparing. But this was a very because the Bible specifically says it's a covenant between Abraham and his sons and, and all together. So this is mentioned the Bible. It is not mentioned the Quran at all because a Jew <coughs> thinks a Jew. If you go to Jerusalem and you ask a Jew, you, he will not take you as a Jew first of all. If, if he takes you as a second class Jew and he will ask you to be circumcised. To become a Jew, you have to be circumcised. That is the practice by the Jews as a religion. As a religion, the Jews are practicing that you have to be circumcised because the Bible says that. Some of the Christians do not do it. But the, the Orthodox Christians still practice that. So this is a Jewish and a Christian practice. But at the same time, when these Jews and Christians became Muslims by labels, by just labels Muslims, they carry out this practice and still today some of the people are still practicing. No, but you haven't answered my question. But this is, is not Islamic. This is no, nothing has to do with Quran at all. This is my answer. It's not Islamic. 
that has nothing to do with Quran at all. To 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 be a Muslim, I explain. You have to ask Rabbana wa Jalla Muslimain lagai. Oh, our Lord, make us Muslim in your sight. This is very easy. That if you think that you you are being circumcised, you become a Jew. That's what the Jews think like that. Okay, we have been performed the circumcision and we are Jew. That's the thinking of a Jew. Thank you very much. Assalamualaikum. My name is Muhammad Yafa. Uh, my question, I beg to refer to circumcision. Sorry? The circumcision that uh, that old man first mentioned. The sub- circumcision. circumcision. Oh, sure. Yeah, I see. Uh, according to what you said, that there is nothing about circumcision mentioned in the Quran. Yes. And the Prophet وسلم, was sent to explain to us what the Quran is. And uh, in one of the hadiths of the Prophet, he says there are ten things that are among the fitra. Fitra is, I mean, habitual things that a Muslim <coughs> must do. And one of them is cleaning the armpit, leaving the beard, shaving the moustache. And uh, among them is circumcision. So, uh, if at all circumcision is uh, a Jewish practice, then why, I mean, do we still follow it? And how, why do other Muslims, I mean, still follow it? Yeah. Actually, you are asking a question also, and you are also explaining this thing that why the Muslim community is doing it. I told you that the Jews and the Christian who were in the earliest stages were Jews and Christian, they were doing circumcision because of the Bible, because the law was in the Bible. When they became Muslims as a tradition, they still kept this on. So that doesn't mean this is Islamic practice. As for them, but what about uh, we who we are not Jews before? I'm not talking about you, you are a Jew or not. I'm talking about the Jews who are practicing this as, as religious. If you look up at the dictionary, they will tell you in the dictionary for circumcision as a Jewish practice and Muslim practice. So now I'm a Muslim. I do not found any ayat in the Quran which tells us that if you want to be a Muslim, you have to be circumcised. In clear terms, the covenant was that we covenanted with the Ibrahim wa Ismail we covenanted with Ibrahim and Ismail that you have to purify my house for those who compass down or those who go around who intent upon who stand and bow and prostrate that this was the covenant we were Muslims to be a Muslim we have to say Rabbana wa ja'alna Muslimin I, I, we all read it that is how we are trying to be Muslim in the sight of Allah but it is very easy if I ask my child to be circumcised and I get the certificate of a Muslim. So I am trying to educate, this is a Jewish practice in the Bible. And the Jews are doing it. And I am telling you, they are becoming Muslim, the Jews are becoming Muslim, but still carrying this system. Now, Quran doesn't say this, so I am saying it is not Islamic practice. It is a tradition, cultural, or even the Africans, African people do it. The Red Indians do it, and the other people also do it. So we can't say it's Islamic, it's a culture system, cultural, traditional but the Jews are doing it for the religion, for because it is contained in the Bible. My name is Safraz Khan. Sir, you have just slightly touched the concept of redemption in Christianity. Let me please, let me know what is the difference between remediation and the shafat in Islam. Is there any, 
resemblance? No. Uh, Shafat is another word and, and, and fidya yes. or redeem or redemption is two different words. Now, what is your question? The thing is that you have said that Christ, peace be upon him, has redeemed for his... Uh, that is the Christian belief that yes. as a God or son of God, he has taken the sins of mankind because he is God or son of God. That is why he is taking the sins of mankind and giving his life. He is offering his life. Father the God, Astaghfirullah, Father the God is sending his son, Jesus Christ, for the redemption of the sins of mankind. So he was crucified on the cross, taking all the sins of people. He has redeemed mankind. So now you Christians have, have nothing to do with it. So this kind of system, it is killing of the slaughtering of the children. That's the Quran says. That you are giving, you are putting clothes on the religion. Your own concepts. So this is redemption. Actually you have to give your life. This life which is given to you, it is the property of Allah. He will take it back. He expects you to do something do not something to what he is telling you to do. So if you will practice that, anyhow you have to die in any case. So you have to do what he wants. So when you do what he wants, then you will be redeemed from the sins and from the punishment of the fire on the last day. So nobody is going to do anything for you on that day. So that is how you have to redeem yourself. What Ibrahim al-Islam showed us, how did he did it? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. My name is Muhammad. Uh, I'm referring to the first ayah quoted in this uh, one place. وَإِذْ بِتَلَى إِبْرَاهِيمَ رَبُّهُ بِكَلِمَاتٍ فَأَتَمَّهُنْ قَالَ إِنِّي جَعَلُكَ لِلنَّاسِ إِمَامًا So my question is, is this the first ayah which is revealed to the... Uh, uh, is this the first ayah uh, speaking, speaking about the property of the Ibrahim? No, no. Prop it's not the first Information ayah. that he is the prophet? No, no, no. He, after going through the trial, yeah. he was, when he completed those trials, Allah made him the Imam, the leader for mankind. Yeah. All mankind of all time. But not the first ayat. First he was in the Quran, he was gone through trials. According to Quran, he was a person, he's a man, and then he went to certain trials with Allah, put him on the different trials. When he was completed those trials, Allah made him the Imam. Not before. Uh, Okay. No, we believe that the Ibrahim is a prophet. Yes. It's not the, it's the, it's not the first ayah. No. Thank you. My name is Rayur Khan, and uh, I was really rather enchanted to hear your lecture. I would like to make a thing very clear to me, I mean not to the whole public, you made a very good comparative study of the Bible plus the Quran. The controversial matter grew up about circumcision. Now you say the criterion is Quran. Yes. The Quran says, Atiullah wa Rasul. Now would you clarify the exact position of circumcision in Islam on the Muslims? No, you are, I don't know what, you say, Atiullah wa Rasul, what do you mean by this? The Quran says, Atiullah wa Rasul. No, Quran does not say these two words anywhere in the whole Quran. There is a big ayat, and these are two words from the Quran, outside of the context. Atiullah, Atiur Rasul, nowhere in the whole Quran. It is an ayah which contains these two words. That, that's it. And Right? Definitely. So that is not an ayah. This is not an ayah. Atiullah wa Rasul is not an ayah. These are two words. Atiullah is a word. Ati means to follow Allah. Wa Atiur Rasul and follow messenger. These are two words. Okay? 
So now, your, what is your question that you are asked? I gave you an answer, the previous gentleman also, that the circumcision is not mentioned in the Quran. Do you understand what I said? And I told clear. you, I told you also that we cannot be, be Muslims until Allah, Allah make us Muslims. Rabbana waj'alna muslimaini laka. Oh our Lord, make us Muslims for you. For you means if you are willing to make me a Muslim in the sight of Allah. So you must know that is the status that you have to follow. That you don't think that if you have done this act is a Muslim state Islamic. Circumcision is not mentioned in the Quran. You have to follow what the Ibrahim al-Islam, Ismail al-Islam said. Rabbana waj'alna muslim mayni laka wa min dhurriyatina ummatam muslimatan lak and raise up a nation who will be Muslim for you. Not Muslim to each other ideologies. Submitting to other people's ideologies. So if I say, yes, this is Muslim to Bible. The question is still lies there. The position is, is this a tradition in Muslim or I, it had anything to do with the religion? It has nothing to do with the religion. Thank you very much. Yes, please. My question is that uh, because you have explained the Quranic ayats and uh, you have translated well and you, are, you have also uh, have given a very Would you please time. just ask your question straight away because we are short of time. Right. My question is that uh, you have not given the uh, political and the psychological uh, situations of their minds of the Jews and their Christianity while exploiting the life of uh, Ismail, Ismail and uh, ch changing the place of the slaughtering and uh, uh, yeah, actually, I am not here to educate the people about the Jewish religion. I am educating, the, excuse me, I am educating from the Quran what is the status of Ibrahim al-Islam and Ismail al-Islam and Ishaq al-Islam. But these names are also having a similar understanding in the Bible. So I am trying to educate, the Quran says this about the prophets, and this is a reference in the Bible just to educate you, it's in the Bible. So you have to amend our lives by the Quran. But Quran has come after the Bible and if they have changed the lines of the Bible, the Quran has come after the Bible. Who told you this? Because uh, uh, Jesus and... No, no, excuse me. Who told you that Quran came after the Bible? No, because revelation of the Quran on our Prophet has come after the uh, You see, Bible. the Quran is the word of Allah. And this word of Allah was existing in all times a guidance for mankind. Shahru Ramadan al-Ladi unzila fihi al-Quran. Ramzan is the month in which the Quran was sent down. Yes. Hudallin nas. Guidance for all mankind. Am I reading the Quranic ayat? Yes, yes. Hudallin nas. So my question to you, mankind exists from what times? From all time. So the Quran was sent down, Shahru Ramadan al-Ladi, Unzila Fil Quran, Ramzan is the month in which the Quran was sent down, Hudallin Nas, guidance for all mankind. So mankind, the Quran was there for your guidance. Thank you very much indeed. And the Bible is not the word of God that it came, Quran came after the Bible. My name is Mukhair. Since I was listening to the lecture, a point was confusing me. You were mingle you know some mix up you are mixing two communities with each other the jewish and the Christians. christian 
right? Jewish has its own background, religion background, as well as historical background. Messenger, it also a revealed community. Right? Who? Jewish. But I don't understand what you said. What is, what is your name? What did you say? Uh, my name is Mukhayyar. Mukhayyar. Yes. No, no, the, I didn't understand. Revealed community, what do you mean Revealed by Revealed community that? means it is also a book. The a Jewish community has its own book. Who? Torah. And Hazrat Musa is his messenger. Right, sir? Yeah. Carry right, on. sir? What and is the question? Carry on. Right, sir? Both communities has its own uh, background, but you are just highlighting both communities in the same platform. That is my first question, sir. You see, this is the Bible. Right, sir. Holy Bible. Just excuse me, you, you, please. The, this is the Holy Bible, mm -hmm. and I did not print this. If you open this, you will see the index. And in the index, if I read, it will be Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, and on and on. You see, that is, it says Holy Bible here, and if you read all the text inside, it, you will never find the word Torah in this. You will never ever find the word Torah in the text. Neither Injil. Because these two, excuse me, these two words are occurred in the Quran. Inna anzalna tawrata fiha hudam wanur. Surely we have sent down the Torah, the law. In it is guidance and light. This is in the Quran. Nowhere in the whole Bible, 3,000 versions of the Bible, nowhere you will find the word Torah in the Bible. Neither Injil in the Bible. So now you are telling us this is the revealed book. It's a holy Bible. And all these Genesis, nowhere it says Torah Injil. So you must open eyes and read first. Does it say Torah in the whole Bible? Does it say Injil? So they are not the Torah. It is the Muslim community of all times who have been holding this Quran with an attributes above 30 attributes which contains the word Torah which contains the word Injil, which contains the word Furqan, which contains the word Burhan, which contains the word Sultan, which contains the word Hikmah. Are there many books around the world? There is only one book of Allah with above 30 attributes of the book. Like Allah is one with 99 attributes. But there are not 99 gods, Allah. So you see, this book of Allah is one book with an above 30 attributes. So these attributes are contained in the Al-Quran. Quran means reading, Al-Kitab means the written one, Hikmat means wisdom, Torah means law. They are separate by itself, but all together is the book of Allah, this book. And nowhere this is been, Allah says, people write the books with their own hands and then they say this is from Allah. This is the status of the Bible and you people, I mean not you, I'm thinking about those people who think this is the word of God, Allah, that's wrong concept altogether. Thank you. My name is Huzay. Referring to ayat number 102 of Safat. Here if we see that uh, whenever a prophet, uh, peace be upon him, whatsoever he sees in his dream, he is actual wahi. It's a type of wahi for all the prophets. <laughs> Secondly, in Arabic, when it says, if al, ya abatif al, ma tu'mar. Whatsoever you have seen in your dream or whatsoever you have been ordered, 
you do that practically. Ifal in Arabic, as far as my knowledge is concerned, means doing something practical. Now, what is your opinion regarding these ayahs with reference to Arabic grammar? No, I gave a lecture. Yes. And you were present in the lecture. Yes, sir. And I explained everything what Ismail al-Salam and Ibrahim al-Salam did for that dream. I explained that. Yes. So I am not a person to juggle with the words. The translation is there. You tell me where the translation is wrong or where the grammar is wrong. The tuf ma fal ma tuf fal ma tu maru. You do what you are ordered. You do what you, you not order. what is ordered. Yes. yes, you do. You Tum do practically. No, no. Fal means fal means in Arabic to, to doing do. anything practically. Practically, okay. Yes. So practically they did, na? they didn't do it mentally, they practically came to Masjid Ram and they do this dua and lays the foundation, they practically but did. If you see in the... And they you, said, yeah, what? you also confess that Anni uh, Azbahoka. Yes. I see practically slaughtering you. In the in dream. My, in the dream. Okay. And he further say, Fanzur Mazatara. What is your opinion about yeah. that? He says, Ya Abate Fal, you do that whatsoever you have seen in your dream. In his dream he says, that he was slaughtering the son. slaughtering his son. Okay. But did he slaughter the son? No, he didn't slaughter. So that means what is the purpose of the dream? No, actually... No, no, excuse me. Now you, you want to argue. So I'm asking a question. If he did not slaughter the son physically, that means he did not perform what Allah ordered him. No, no excuse me. You have to give me an answer. That when he was ordered to slaughter the son, he did not slaughter. No, Allah said, That instead of he was redeemed, with a great sacrifice. Instead of slaughtering the son, he was redeemed with a great sacrifice. What sacrifice did he offer? He himself, Ibrahim al-Islam, that he was redeemed for that. Until unless Allah redeemed him, who bi zibhin azim, that he was redeemed, meaning that he, instead of a physical slaughter, he was redeemed to perform what I explained in the whole lecture. Instead of physical slaughter, Allah gave him, redeemed him. To do all this, this all lecture. Secondly, this page number seven. Falamma aslama watallahu lil jabin. Yeah. You translated here that uh, was being elevated for the front. Yeah. While another meaning of the same verse is by Abdullah Yusuf Ali laid him on his forehead. It means not uh, elevated, but he was down below. Uh, I mean his uh, forehead was down. Yes. You know Arabic? Yes. What is the meaning of talla? Talla means down. Which, which dictionary? I brought these dictionaries. No. Could you open this? Any? No, I, excuse me. I am asking. One minute. Don't, you know the Arabic language. You tell me from these dictionaries. I brought six dictionaries here. From any dictionary you pick up your choice and say talla means laying down. Laid down is here. No, Abdullah, excuse, no, Abdullah, Abdullah Yusuf Ali. Abdullah Yusuf Ali has translated the word laying down. I brought the dictionaries from Al-Azhar. These dictionaries are brought here. For the purpose, you know Arabic language. You have to jabin. Where does talla means laying down in the dictionaries? No. Oh, excuse me. It's not a debate. I brought a proof for easy to show it to this, this, this person. Talla in Arabic means elevation. It is a noun and you were claiming that you know Arabic language. And this is Al-Misr. And this another, there are other dictionaries as well. Any dictionary you can choose. Uh, or there are also dictionaries. No.
But excuse me. The same, the same book. Okay, I confess that. What I am trying to say is, it is not the debate on words. What is the spirit? Falamma aslama when they both submitted. Watallahu lil jabin and Ismail Salam was raised for the front, and that is the dua of Ibrahim Salam. Oh, our, oh, my Lord, give me from the righteous one. Rabbi habli minas salihin. When he's asking Allah to give a solid child to slaughter or that like Imam as he is taken. He's been stationed as a status of Imam. He is asking a son to be like him. So why would he ask a son to slaughter? No, no. It is that Allah says, Falamma aslama, when they both submitted, jabin, and Ismail Islam was raised for the front, for Imam. And we can see, Wa'ahidna Ibrahima wa Ismaila. Both of them. Antahira baita, purify my house. Littaifina, for those who go around. Wal'aqifina wa rukkai sujus. Who the intent upon? Who are doing prostrating and buying. This, they are in front of us, both of us. If all the Muslim world, in the Quran, they are in the front. So this is how he was elevated. Not put on the ground to for a slaughter. I, I've just seen this in the... Out this, uh, All right, uh, I think now you, if ah. you have a question or you want to have, know the details, you can come Sit over down. and talk to Mr. Sheikh at the Islamic Propagation Center. We are short of time. I would like you oh, to you. give the time to some other pe people also. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, I have another question. I'm coming here for the second time. About uh, Hazrat Bibi Hajra running between the two mountains, Safa and Marwa, and then the spring, uh, the Abi Zamzam. That she was, while she placed her son, Hazrat Ismail al-Islam, in the bush, and then she started running between Safa and Marwa. And today we perform that Safa and Marwa running between as Sunnate Bibi Hajra. What is the significance to this? You see, the Quran? I, I, I give this quotation in the Bible, in, in the booklet, and I, I knew this, this question. This is Bible, yes. Yeah. Biblical, biblical quotation. Biblical quotation. If, if you re read in the Bible, if you want to, yes. if you want to read, yes, please. If you read in the Bible, I continue that biblical test, biblical text. His question is that we run between Safa and Marwa. What is the significance while we run between Safa and Marwa? What is the significance? Is it the Sunnah of Bibi Haja? Just a minute. It is in the Bible. After I'm reading for the further word, it, it ends there. And the water was spent in the bottle. The bottle and when Hagar and his son Ishmael, according to the Bible, the bottle had water and it has been spent, mean finished. She cast the child under one of the shrubs. Bible God says, Arise up the lad and hold him in thine hand, for I will make him a great nation. And God opened her eyes, Hagar's eyes, and she saw a well of water. She saw a well of water and she went and filled the bottle with water. She filled the bottle with water and gave it to the lad to drink. This context text is to be found in the Bible, not to be found in the Quran. But what does the Quran says for Safa and Marwa is also mentioned in the Quran in Surah Al-Baqarah 2, Ayah 158. Please note down the reference. In Surah Al-Baqarah 2, Ayah 158. Inna Safa wal Marwata min Sha'irillah. For man Hajjal Baita Vir Tamara, Fala Junaha Alehi, An Yatu Fabima. Woman Tatawa Khairan, Fain Allah Shakin Alim. Surely the Safa and Marwa are the symbols of Allah. Safa and Marwa 
are the symbols of Allah. فَمَنْ حَجَّ الْبَيْتَ وَيَتَمَرَى فَلَا جُنَاهَ عَلَيْهِ أَنْ يَتَوَفَى بِمَا وَمَنْ تَتَوَى خَيْرًا فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ شَاكِرٌ عَلِيمٌ Meaning Safa and Marwa are the symbols of Allah. So those who visit the Umrah or Hajj can go run and run between those two mountains in the season or in other season should compass them round. It is no sin in them. There is nothing wrong in it. There is nothing wrong in it if you run between Safa and Marwa. And, in, and, and if anyone obeys his own impulse to good, be sure that Allah is he who recognizes and knows. Excuse me. The point is, Quran is speaking of Safa and Marwa and telling you to perform that act. Is not God that enough? Is it not that enough that Allah says it is the symbols of Allah you perform that? You don't have to bring a biblical story to it and say that you have to follow that. See, the problem is Allah is saying you, these are the symbols of Allah. These, in my, one of the lectures of, on Taba and Qibla, I explained this ayat. That among the Safa and Marwa, I've been there, you find the Kaaba. It's, it's in the, in the, uh, near that sacred valley. And between those two is these two mountains. So they are the symbols of Allah recognized where the Kaaba is situated. Between a sacred valley, where nothing grows. So these are the symbols of Allah. And if we perform our Hajj and Umrah, we can run between those two mountains and we do not require any story to it. The Quranic Ibrahim and his wife and his sons, all and all the Muslims of all times are performing and running between these two mountains as an order from Allah. Not a biblical story to it. Thank you. And then uh, that story ends there. My name is Dr. Azhar Hussain. Uh, I have a question related to the dream of Hazrat Ibrahim According to latest uh, researches uh, and uh, various experiments, parapsychologists have uh, come to this conclusion that dreams are basically the images which we see in, a, in a, which we see in our uh, life and that gets stuck to our subconscious, uh, in our subconscious. And then when we sleep and our subconscious takes over our conscious, these pictures which are produced are called dreams. So what you have uh, to say in this context, uh, how would you justify the dream of uh, Hazrat Ibrahim salam? And uh, Hazrat Ibrahim, what Hazrat Ibrahim salam did was the instant playback of his dream. And can we rely on a person who saw a thing when he's unconscious while he's sleeping? How would you justify an act of a person which he sees <coughs> when he's unconscious? Okay, thank you. Actually, your question is basically about the dream, and you have also mentioned some science are doing research on the dreams. But what you see, it requires an interpretation. What my, I'm telling you is that it requires an interpretation to a dream. The science are trying to understand that okay, what interpretation should be to a dream. But in the Quran, in Surah Yusuf, if you look up into Surah Yusuf, I can refer to four dreams. Yusuf salam, I'm giving him in my own words, Yusuf salam saw a dream when he was a young son that 11 stars are born to him. Sir, sorry to interrupt Excuse you. Me. I know that. I no, no, I'm just telling to you, well, just let me finish now. Now, can a person imagine stars bowing to him? How? Sir, Hazrat Yusuf interpreted that dream. Yes. But what Hazrat Ibrahim no. did, that was the instant playback of what he saw in his dream. He did not go to anybody for the interpretation. No, excuse me. You are, you are, if you know something, you are debating now. 
I told you first you had a scientific knowledge that you can't rely on the vision's dream. You first said that in the initial stage of your question was that dreams, you can't rely on a dream. Now I'm giving you the Quran speaks of four dreams with Yusuf al-Islam and, it, and Yusuf al-Islam, Allah gave the knowledge to Yusuf al to interpret the dream. So your first question was that the dreams have no revelation in real life. There is strong relation of the dream, but it has to be interpreted according to the understanding. My telling to you is that all the dreams are referred in the Quran that you can see something in the dream, but it requires an interpretation for understanding what is the message. The Prophet of Yusuf al-Islam, Allah gave him the knowledge how to interpret the dream and he interpreted. But with Ibrahim al-Islam's case, the dream was there. So Allah said that So Allah said this is the truth. He is making the truth of that dream. So what I am telling you is that it was also interpreted. By whom sir? Allah. I you mean Allah ordered him directly to do exactly what he saw in his dream. No he didn't do it. He didn't do it. No, sir. It is in the Bible that he was trying to slaughter the son. He didn't do it. This is a whole lecture. I don't know you came in the beginning or you came in the last. Right. Because the, the, excuse me, you, you, did you listen to the lecture? Yes. I, the I, whole lecture or you came late? No sir, I was present. Okay, the lecture I explained that in the dream he saw that he was slaughtering the son. In the dream. But in his real life he did not slaughter. He tried to. No, he didn't. That's in the Bible. He said that's in the, uh, in the hadith also we have got Excuse me, we are not talking about hadith here. The lecture was what Quran and I compared it with Bible. I told you the Quran, he did not slaughter his son. Nowhere in the, any verse of the Quran. The Bible said that he slaughtered, when he put the, he wanted to slaughter his son, the goat came. So the fidya was for the goat. Where is the sacrifice? Where is the sacrifice that he, he was not slaughtered? No, he gave his life, Ismail Islam gave his life for the cause of Allah. And Allah said that, لَقَدْ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ رَسُولَ الرُّوْيَا بِالْحَقِّ that is the Allah made the dream true. That is what the word says. So Allah is telling you that how did he make the dream true that you will enter into sacred mosque with your head shaved off. That is the interpretation given by Allah. So I am not interpreting. Allah has done it. So this is how the dream was fulfilled. The whole system. Right. Thank you very much. Uh, I refer to Ayat 27 of Surah Fatah. Yes, for people to translate this, that Allah has confirmed. Right. This is about Fatih Makkah. Excuse me. Excuse me. Don't give me your understanding to the ayat. Does the ayat say that? No, but... Does the ayat say this is Fatih no, Makkah? Excuse no, just, me. Just, just let yes. me. Yes. It's talking of... Yeah. This roya is for our, our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Where does it say in the Quran? Here is the Quran showing. No, me. but how do you interpret this for Hazrat Ibrahim? No, no, because the Quran, Ibrahim showed, the Quran mentioned about the dream of the Ibrahim al-Islam. You are telling it is for Muhammad sallallahu right? During the last 1400 years, nobody has said this thing. Excuse All me. have accepted this is about Fatih Makkah, Hudibiyah and Fatih Makkah. The, you say that it is mentioned for Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Does the Quran say? 
speak it to the audience so they should know. No, but Does how, the Quran say, excuse but, me, you must say because you are talking about something about but, Quranic ayat. But Does the should, Quran say that dream was shown to Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him? But how do you say this, this dream was shown to Prophet Ibrahim? Ibrahim did not saw a dream? He's, you, you find it out? Did, did Ibrahim Roya. There is a Roya here. And what, 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 did you... Okay, where is, where what, is that Ruya? Read. For Ibrahim Islam. You have made that vision too. The same so Ruya. That, that was that dream which he saw about... Ruya. Ruya is the same dream referred... This word Arabic, Ruya is here. Excuse me. The word Ruya here, Laqad Sadaqallahu Rasulah Ruya, is exactly the word Ar-Ruya, Qad Sadaqta Ruya. I explained that in my lecture and everybody listened to that. Now, if you say it is not for Ibrahim alayhi salam, you have to tell me how is it from Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Because it, 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 it refers to entering into Mecca. Yes. Okay. Our Prophet entered Mecca. Who is denying that he never went to Mecca? What so my question is, where him. did Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa saw a dream which you are referring to in the Quran? So it is for that. Sorry? It refers to that. Show me in the Quran. Fathan, uh, fathan Kariba, that Fatha is there. This Quran is available here. I am holding this Quran. I am giving a lecture what Al Quran says about the dream of Ibrahim Islam. I give this lecture in the audience. I showed you how Ibrahim Islam saw a dream and how Allah has made true the dream and how Ibrahim Islam Ibrahim Islam completed the dream. These three ayahs I showed you. Now you give me one ayat referring to Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, seeing the dream. You give me that. No, but how does this uh, dream refers to Hazrat Ibrahim? Thank you, sir. My name is Mumtaz. My question is, by your lecture, it implies that our forefathers were all wrong or they had no knowledge. What do you say about this? Why are you or the, if suppose the people in the audience are thinking in that manner, is because of the fact the Quran says in Surah Al-Baqarah 2, Ayah 170. The translation is, when it is said to the people, when it is said to them, follow what Allah has revealed, they said, nay, we will follow the ways of our fathers. So Allah said, what even though their fathers were void of wisdom and knowledge. So the Quran says, wisdom and guidance. It has been a practice that whenever the ayahs are being brought forward, people will say this. When it is said to people to follow what Allah has revealed, the ayahs were yours here. So this ayahs is Allah's message. So whenever these ayahs come forward, so they will say, They said, no, we will follow our fathers. So this is the happenings. So Allah says, If their fathers did not have any knowledge, or they, don't, they didn't have any guidance, so what is to worry about? You have got the ayahs, you are reaching, reciting the ayahs. If I am interpreting the ayahs, if I am translating wrongly ayahs, you can always ask me a question. But if you are agreeing to the ayahs, the translation and the concept, you may not agree because what you have been told from the past in your childhood may not refer to what Quran says. So to be a Muslim, we have to believe in the ayahs and agree to it. Thank you.
on uh, ladies and gentlemen on your behalf i first thank mr mohammed sheikh for delivering his enlightening talk ladies and gentlemen as you all know arranging all these lectures pamphlets and uh, video cassettes uh, it does cost the center a lot and so far the center has been running on donations received from various sources in this context i would like to request to you that it will be a gesture in the way of allah to donate anything that you like towards the center not here but at the center itself whenever you want including zakat and fitra ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for this uh, gathering here you are all requested to join us outside for a cup of tea thank you